Welcome to the new pod order, brought to you by FFD260, with your hosts, Joel, Nick, and Alfredo. Hey everybody, welcome into another episode of New Pod Order. I am your host, Joel Davis. How are you guys doing today? Everybody, good talk. All right, I'm feeling all right. like a scummy POS right now. <laughs> so just business as usual for Nick. Uh, AJ and we have Zach who is went from went from being a guest to now a regular regular host of the show. We welcome him on to New Pod Order. How you doing, Zach? Good. How are you guys? We are doing fantastic. Uh, Nick's scummy POS, but we already knew that. Um, AJ, how you feeling today, brother? Just health. Just, just health. Did you do your laundry um, today? Seriously? Everything <laughs> done? Yeah. Uh, well, there was, there was a lot of uh, crazy shit happened this weekend. Um, some pretty pretty good uh, fights. A lot of a lot of drama. Obviously, just in the just in the Steelers and Bengals game, we had a lot of drama. Um, but with that, let's just go ahead and, and hit the ground running and talk about the Juju Smith Schuster hit on Vontez Perfect and about how he's now suspended for for one game. Um, I, I don't think. I mean, you're probably playing Juju in in Dynasty and redraft at this point. Um, it, there's not much to replace him with on that team. I don't think. Anybody's really going to see a lot of volume otherwise. Uh, what do you guys think for, for the Steelers situation, fantasy-wise, um, now that Juju's going to be out next week? Uh, who do you all, think I know, all I know is that Burfitt got laid out like a dirty towel. Oh, man, he did. Man, he did. And and actually, what, what do you guys think about it? I mean, do you think that it was a, a dirty hit? I think... Perfect got into everybody's head. He was he got a personal foul call from uh, Livion Bell earlier in the game, and he's just known to just chip at people and get in their head. And it it, it just it, it showed Juju yeah. should have probably maybe not gone as hard, but you could tell that there was like as he stood over him, you could tell that there was a little bit of ill intent, maybe a lot of bit of ill intent. <laughs> What do you think, Zach? Yeah, it was a borderline hit. I mean, a little high, but I mean, the speed of the game, I feel like it, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? The, now, now, standing over him, taunting, that's another story. That's yeah. that's pretty, that's not classy. No, that's that's probably, if he didn't do that, I, I think that the reaction from the general public wouldn't have been quite as bad. Um AJ, where where do you sit on this? Um, kind of led with the helmet, even though he started to turn, like give some shoulder. I think it was a borderline hit, but I'm leaning more towards the illegal side. And then the taunting on top of it just didn't help it. See, I retweeted earlier, Ross Tucker said, Juju Smith-Schuster hit on perfect, was about six inches too high from being illegal, and necessary to the play, block. The uproar and suspension talk is nonsense. And I just I think that's so spot on. The part of the, that everybody's forgetting is that it's not like this was a, not a part of the play, and it was away from the ball, and it wasn't relative or re, uh, relevant to what was actually happening on the field. It was a necessary block, and you know Le'Veon was was running the ball to the right, and Juju came across to the left, and 
and led with his shoulder. He actually did. And when you watch it in real time, it does not look nearly as bad as when you watch it over and over in slow motion on a replay. I, I'm telling you, it, that's that's the worst thing for helmet to helmet and and for the, these contact plays is watching it in slow motion because you, you see every single you know move and angle and and I feel like it makes it look so much worse. Um, but but as far as fantasy wise. I mean, AB. I guess you upgrade Martavis a little bit, but I don't see how you could how you could really feel any more confident about Martavis with Juju being out. Um, what do you guys think? Any any strong takes on Martavis or or maybe Jesse James? No, I'll pass on James. I mean, it's the playoffs now. Uh, for the most part, my my rosters have been set. I mean, if I'm if I was gonna start Juju and I was scrambling to find somebody else. I don't know. I mean, I could take a flyer on Bryant, but I wouldn't be confident about it. Yeah. Who do they match up with this week? Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd, yeah I'd, I'd start him because Jimmy Smith's out for the year, and he was one of the key cornerbacks on that Ravens defense. Yeah, I don't know though. It's just that's that's it. It's it's very similar to Cincinnati in the sense of it's. It's one of those games that's always a slugfest and it's always low scoring. And mm-hmm. actually, the Ravens have been the Ravens playing have a been lot. Scoring very high points yeah, that's, lately. I mean, they they've been playing, but I mean, it's it's, it's kind of nuts that that in the you know if they were in the NFC, we wouldn't even be talking about them. But because they're in the AFC, the Ravens are relevant. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that like I agree with you, Nick. But but Mar- problem is Martavis probably is already on a roster, so it's not like mm-hmm. you can go out and get him. Um, we'll talk about a couple guys here later towards the end of the show that we would probably play instead of him. Um, but staying on the suspension talk, uh, Rob Gronkowski, the uh, the lovable puppy dog that we all have come to know and love, really, really screwed up. Um, I don't know if he thought he was on Monday Night Raw or what happened there, but he like he like kind of wound up, did a two step, and then just drove his shoulder right to the back yeah. of the Bills defender. I mean, it was. It was bad, and he he one million percent deserves the suspension, and it really really sucks for the fantasy playoffs. <laughs> and one game is complete bullshit. Like he should be he should be suspended for at least two because that was as cheap as it gets. It's, he, it, 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 it is it so was cheap. such bush league, and the fact that he he, he appealed it is. Just the worst. I, I don't understand but the thought process that goes into it. He oh shit! <laughs> he apologizes and then appeals his apology, pretty much. Well, <laughs> well, here's the whole thing. I understand that the the appeal process is like above and beyond my head, or above beyond my my stupidity. Um, but I know that it all has to do with game checks, and you know he has a clause written clause written into his contract that has to do with injury. So. I know that he gets like you know several million dollars if he plays a certain amount of games this year, um, but but I don't I don't understand the immediate you know anytime anybody gets hit with something they always appeal I don't understand really what maybe somebody could explain that to us a little better but yeah it seems that even if we know they're going to lose they still appeal but I guess because Gronk has never really done anything like this before they they were very lenient on him um, but I just I don't know. I have a hard time believing if that was Des Bryant, he would have only gotten a one-game suspension. Yeah. So Evans, Evans got two games back when he hit Lattimore after Winston poked him or whatever he did. 
Evans got two mm. games. I feel like they just already knew the president was going to be one game, so that way they didn't even bother to give him like when they said it at one game, they knew that he was going to appeal, but they already knew they were going to he was going to lose it. They were going to uphold it. I felt like they just I, saved themselves time. I think Belichick should suspend it for another game, just to put the hammer down and show him that you're not going to stand for this douchebaggery. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't but hold it's not your breath on that one. It's not going to happen, obviously. Yeah, but yeah Bill Belichick, that... he's going he's gonna to be like, oh, you know what? We have the ability to have our one of our best weapons back, but but I think it would be best for us if we didn't play him. That's not a thing that, that he would do. It, 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 sometimes it's not about winning. It's, it's being... <laughs> Uh, uh, that's what that's where you're wrong my friend it's always <laughs> the Patriots and in the NFL and that's why the Patriots have 15 the straight seasons of 10 wins. I'm pretty sure they can stand two games without Gronkowski yeah I mean they do they usually do way more than that every season right. so so uh yeah so what do we think for this offense um are we you know Chris Hogan's still probably going to be out um with Gronk out I whatever maybe I'm fish it's it always is a boost to Danny Amendola. I think it, he always ends up getting whenever Gronk's out and with, without Chris Hogan, but, but really it'll probably be Brandon cooks is what I hope. Um, it's, it's just that offense. So it's so hard to predict. I, I guess, I guess Dion Lewis is like, you have to start him at this point every week. I don't see how you don't start Dion Lewis and Rex Burkhead too. Um, Somehow what do you guys think? In the fold. I'm not starting Dion Lewis. Well, I am. He's, I don't he's, have him. He's oh well then, then you're not starting him, are you? No. God, I bet you feel stupid. I don't. Um, but but do you guys, how do you guys feel about the backfield? About Burkhead, Lewis, and James White, and there's probably three or four other guys that are going to score a touchdown. If we're banking on White or Burkhead, it's going to be a Gillisley game. <laughs> I mean, it's exactly. just the way the backfield goes. See, but Phil Dorsett. That's what I'm banking on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, I, I don't know though. Remember, because DR- remember the last time I said something like Cordero Patterson being relevant? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm totally right, I'm out. I'm totally yeah, joking about Dorset, but No, you're not. That's the funny thing. No, you're I not. am. I was I was joking. It was just something. No. <laughs> well James White from to, no, to my point though, Dion Lewis has actually been pretty efficient uh, um, the last the last couple of weeks, he's been leading in carries. He has eclipsed almost 100 yards in in each of his last three games. He it, the only the only issue is Rex Burkhead seems to get in in the uh, into the lineup every time they get in the red zone. Uh, but I still think that that at this point, with with where we're at with injuries and how ugly, you know, I mean, Alex Collins is one of the most reliable running backs to start at this point. So Deion Lewis and Rex Burkhead don't look don't look too bad in my opinion. Um, I think that's about it. Anybody else have anything else you want to add about Gronk or, or the Patriots offense? Mm. They're going to Patriot it up. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's just going to be uh, – they're just going to win it all, and it's horrible. Um, no. Well, let's let's go ahead and move on to just, just one of the worst storylines of the season. Um, the New York Giants have finally fired uh, Ben McAdoo. No. And and for some reason they fired their GM who didn't want to hire Ben McAdoo. Figure that one out. I don't I don't understand. Um, Eli is now back to start. So just so is tank effect so, or so, so I I'm not sure if that means that they're tanking or not. I can't figure it out. Uh, but Sterling Shepard is a great play. That's all I know. And that 
that he's going to come back and bounce back this week and he'll be fine for fantasy. Uh, the rest of the offense, I don't know. I don't have a damn clue. What about you guys? Ingram, I mean, how can you not play Ingram? Yeah, you're still playing Ingram. I, I, I mean, you're playing Ingram and you're playing Shepard. That's about it. I couldn't tell you who they're playing because they're the Giants, but Darkwa has been okay. Um, it, they could end up using Darkwa against Dallas. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they'll use him. I mean, but... like they're, they're going to give you valuable points out of a running back position that's been all over the place this year and hard to find people that actually get solid touches. Like we're talking about the Patriots and Lewis. Well, you got three guys back in that backfield, especially with Gronk being out. And then you got the Eagles and Ajay Blunt and Clement. You never know what's going on. So it's like there's a bunch of backfields where they're just so crowded that you got to get a backfield that's got one guy usually doing most of the damage. Yes, uh, to a point. And he got a touchdown but, last week. Yeah, but I just think that that the Giants' line is so bad and their run game is just so bad. And I mean, Goldman, you know, he gets a little work here and there. I'm just, I'm still not starting. I mean, I guess, you know. But, like I said, Alec Collins has been reliable, so you're st- you are probably starting Orleans Dark Club. But man, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Zach, exactly. um, what do you think? No, I'm with you. I mean, Gal- I mean, Gallman's hurt right now too. <clears throat> he went out last game with oh, uh, whatever injury he had too. Yeah, so Dark Club might be a solid start against a uh, a Dallas D that's given up, you know, quite a few. Well, not much lately, but I mean. They've been uh, middle of the road on against running backs this year. Um, I don't know. Might be a solid start, especially with getting Eli back too. You know, I mean, Sterling Shepard. Yeah, he's going to be a good play with uh, with Eli back, Ingram, of course. But uh, you know, that might open up some running game for him too. I I almost see a scenario where the Giants come back and beat Dallas in this game. I I, I know that might be a little hot, hot no but but. I, but I mean, <laughs> with how bad, with how bad Dallas has played, and it, it just it would almost be too perfect, right? Like it would almost be just exactly how we think the NFL should go sometimes. But um, I, I don't know. That's probably stupid. And you know, Eli's probably going to go out and throw three picks, and everybody's be like, "Oh yeah, that's why they benched him." But I, I think at some point we've got to see Davis Webb. Uh, I think if we don't, then the Giants are even uh, even worse than we think. But uh, hopefully it'll be in the next game or two. I wouldn't start Eli if you have him in any format just because no. you don't know if he's going to play the whole game. Um, but, yeah, I think I think that's about it. Shepard and Ingram and log out. And maybe, maybe, maybe Orlin Starqua. Maybe. Um <laughs> Moving on to Joe Mixon, my boy, Joe Main Mixon. He went down uh, last game. He is still in concussion protocol, and it does not look good for him to play this coming upcoming game. Uh, in his absence, Gio Bernard, that that guy just never stops. He's He will never go away. And and every time that, that he steps up or every time – you know, Hill goes down or whatever running back they have at the time goes down. Geo steps up and he fills in the role and he always performs well. Um, what do you what do you guys think about about Geo Bernard? Nick, what do you what do you think about him? Uh, With, if uh, mix if Mixon is out this week. All right. He's 
He's a PPR guy. Yeah. I would start him over Darkwa or, you know, mm-hmm. any of the guys that we just talked about. Meh. Meh. Yeah, I'm more I'm I'm more excited than you with Jeremy Hill and IR and if Mixon's hurt, Gio will be I think he'll be the only show in town. And you know, he had I think ninety eight yards from scrimmage this week. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was. He looked real good on Sunday. And he, that's what I mean. He just looked good. I mean I yeah, think seventy seven yards on thirteen carries. Grant yeah. Sizier was out a big piece of the defense. I mean yeah. better linebackers. Yeah, thoughts and prayers for Shazier. That was oh, dude. that was sad. I've that's awful i never want that for anybody and uh i think that was a part of why the juju and vontes thing got blown up because that you know shazier was just hurt so badly before that so that just just a note on that we obviously are thinking about him i hope he gets better um well so for geo are you starting him in a standard or are you starting him only in flux i'm starting him in ppr sorry i'm starting him in in every format I am. If Mixon's out, though. Yeah, yeah. If Mixon's out, absolutely. If Mixon's out, because he's getting all. I mean, he's he literally will might play one hundred percent of the snaps. I was gonna say, do we even know if they have a backup right now on the like? Don't they have that that other rookie too, um, uh, <laughs> Hill or whatever, Brian Hill or something? No, like he's that? in the Falcons. That's uh, Falcons. Fa- oh yeah, that's right. See, in the Falcons, see yeah. this is this is my whole point. The fact that we're sitting here going, There's wait no a minute. One there. <laughs> Who is the guy? Don't they have that one? No, there is nobody there, and it is it's the Gio Bernard show. It, so long as Mixon's out, and uh, I think I think you fire him up in every format, and I think that he, if Mixon, you know, if, if this is a lingering issue, or if they end up shutting him down, I mean, you never know. Concussions are are weird, and it can be very hard and go out and get hit again and not play again for the rest of the season. So it's a short week for them, so they're more than likely mm-hmm. going to bench him. Uh, it, I don't know. Like I said before, you're you're in the playoffs. Like I mean, this is mm-hmm. when ninety. This is ninety percent of when the player ninety percent of leagues start now. Like, are you? If you made it this far, and you're gonna pick up Bernard, have you been streaming running backs this whole you know over the past couple of weeks? Or no, but, you may, go- but you maybe have been playing Joe Mixon, or you you. I mean, I mean, there, you know, Le'Veon Bell right. got hurt. I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of people just got hurt actually this past week, and and you know, a lot of people are limped, you, a lot of people limped into the playoffs too. Are you, not, are you not just? Are you putting Bernard top twenty running backs for this week, I, or how high are you? I mean, I haven't looked at it, but I would probably, yeah, I think he's close to an RB one, just based on sheer volume. I do. I, I, I it's see, like the eighteen to twenty four range. I mean, you, you give me that look, but Peyton Barber uh, on enough volume becomes an RB1. So, on enough volume on 73 carries, yeah, he'd be an RB1. Well, I mean, he was last week. As, this is my point, though, that that fantasy is not always about who's good, and, and volume is is king. So with Gia, I mean, you can't, you can't find me another running back other than Le'Veon and Gurley that are going to get the work that Geo gets if Mixon sits out. So, I think like, he's... Do you know that the that the Bears' defense shut down high yeah, to 17 carries and 54 yards? Absolutely. And and they, they've actually been, been very good uh, against running backs. But it's... I just think sheer volume alone is is going to... Yeah. going to. I think in a standard league, 10 points is, is his floor with Mixon out. I really do. Because I think that he's got such a shot for 
60 five to catches 70. if you're in PPR is already five. Well, well, but I think I think I think 60 to 70. Good job, Fredo. <laughs> like I'm just saying. I'm proud I'm of you, saying. man. But I think that's that good. It is not difficult for him to get What's there. What's seven? What's seven <laughs> catches? Don't you have like somewhere to be grumpy? No. Yeah. No, I like, I like asking you questions. What's seven <laughs> catches in a PPR? What's this hang up button sound like? What about a half PPR? Ooh, oh, trick question. In a quarter PPR. <laughs> uh, not that it matters, though, but Brian Hill was claimed off Falcons practice squad by the Bengals. Oh, oh, there you go, Nick, you piece of shit. God, ah. you are so stupid. Probably doesn't matter at all, but still. <laughs> no, no, but I, hey, no, I'm glad you said that because I, I actually, I own Brian Hill in like a league or two. Like, yeah, I didn't even realize that. I didn't, How long yeah, ago? I didn't realize that. That was back in November. Was it really? Uh, yeah, oh. uh, mid-November, yeah. <coughs> that was probably when they put Mixon on the... Oh, so like two weeks put, ago. That was probably when they put... Oh, yeah, it was November 14th. Like all the way back in mid-November. <laughs> that, that was when they put way back there. on uh, IR, I believe. Um. Uh, well, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, I think that's enough talking about Mixon and Geo because we probably talk about all this and then Mixon will end up playing. Um, exactly. <laughs> Zach, Zach Ertz was hurt last week because he, of course he was, because everybody I own gets hurt this year. Um, either way, what what the hell, man? What are we doing without – I mean, he's he's been a wide receiver one. Not a tight end one. He's been a wide receiver one almost every week this season. So what what are they doing without their best offensive weapon, AJ? How serious was it? A force feed. It's a concussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was late in the third, so they're on a short week, not a short Cincinnati. But mm-hmm. Trey Burton's gonna step up. Same size, speed combo, like build. Um, they played Denver like week nine when he missed. He got two catches, forty yards, and a touchdown. And Alshon's probably gonna be f- not fat, force fed more but he's gonna probably see his normal eight to nine targets and then Aguilar is gonna see probably go. like seven targets yeah I guess a... seven targets mm-hmm. maybe like five catches 60 yards and possibly a touchdown I I really like the Aguilar take um <clears throat> it's for some reason Nelson Aguilar has actually been good. I think he might deserve comeback player of the year. Like I know that he doesn't because he played last year, but he really didn't. He was basically dead all of last season. Most improved was, like, player. Um, yeah, but but no, he shouldn't get most improved. He should get comeback player because he was basically dead last year. <laughs> um, so so I I think that if you have Aguilar, that would be another would be a good sneaky start, especially if if you are missing Ertz. But if um, you're missing tight end, Burton's a Viable piece mm-hmm. too. Yes. yes. He's a high octane offense. He's going to get and, looks. Mm-hmm. And so, and you don't have a lot of options at tight end probably at this point. So it's going to be it's going to be Burton over Selick. Yeah. For for passing work, I mean Selick's a sneaky guy. Like he kind of just gets out there randomly after like a block. Like he'll sell the block so good that he gets open. But he's usually not running like the, the deep routes. So right. he's, he's, he's I think Selick actually. Slow. I'm not, yeah, gonna, I'm think not trying so, to be rude, but he's old and slow. He's he does, his legs don't move. His... Not trying to be rude. What what did you think saying old and slow would offend Nick? Is that <laughs> no. what you thought? Like you think he was gonna say? No, like hey, if, if Selick was to listen to this, be like, I'm not old and slow, and then burn <laughs> oh, somebody. Yes. You know, he's like he just he just burns somebody for like so, fifty uh, yards. So, but... uh, Prince Selick, uh, I just want to apologize for Fredo calling you old and slow. 
Salka's like a couple target a game, fluky two yard touchdown kind of guy. It seems like. Yeah. I think he actually plays more snaps it's than Burton. He's, he's a good run blocker, but yeah. when it comes that, to that's what I mean. So he doesn't see targets really. And then after um, Ertz went out this week, Burton got a lot of targets real fast. He got four catches for forty yards in that short time. Yeah, they were. I mean, they were behind, so it didn't matter. It, it's see, garbage time points essentially. I think that that Ertz and and Selleck is just a perfect example of dynasty and why patience is such so key in dynasty because two years ago we were trying to debate whether or not Selleck or Ertz was the tight end for the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean that was a real conversation that we were trying to determine and which one was better and not not we but but some people were having and and you know that that's why in dynasty. You have to stick to your guns, and whenever you know somebody's good, you stay with them. Um, anything else you want to add about uh, Ertz and my boy Aguilar showing up for me this week? Oh, now he's your boy Aguilar. I, I think, as I was saying Only earlier, how there's good. like how there's like a lot of people in the backfield for the Eagles. Um, Ajayi finally saw over thirty percent of snap share this week in a game that they were down the entire game. Uh, so he could possibly be a nice RB2 this week going into it's the, hard. the game. It's hard, though, because, I mean, obviously you would think every week Ajayi would learn, you know, he would have more plays under uh, under his belt and he would know the offense a little better. But it seems like, and you know, if the Eagles get up big, you would think Ajayi would play a lot, but that hasn't really been the case. So if they get behind, you would think he would play more snaps, and that hasn't really been the case. Blunt out snapped him. Um, the first three weeks he was there, he first, saw yeah, more snaps. Yeah, but and, and I just it's hard for me to to want to start a Jai man. It this is week really he saw the most snaps of the running backs, and the most snaps he's seen for the Eagles since he's been in there in their time. He saw forty. Like I'm of I'm him. starting Gio Bernard over a Jai this week. I mean, I mean I think I don't think it's close. Like I think it's pretty easy to start Gio over. Oh, Ajayi. by the way, don't listen to me on starting running backs anymore. I told you to start quiz last week and. Made zero dollars. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. that you owned it. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I also appreciate you being a dumbass for starting Jaquiz Rogers. Uh, <laughs> I did end up winning like ten bucks, but I don't think Quiz I, was in that in that lineup. Everything that I had heard, it was all Quiz, all Quiz, all Quiz, and then like the day of, I looked at you know the the line and it was Barbara getting the start. I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah, yeah I I saw that too. I, I think Adam Schefter tweeted out like you know they expected Jaquiz to be the starter yeah. and then and then later on he tweeted out the snap count and it was like um uh, uh oh shoot what's his name Peyton Barber had he had like 54 snap like it was it was ridiculous to Jaquiz's like seven yeah. and it was it was outrageous it was so dumb <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah, like oh well, nice that's... nice play and then they're like no definitely <laughs> like wait Fredo said oh no 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 it's gonna oh, be Barber. I did it's gonna start be him I did. I won ten bucks. Well, well, let's let's go ahead and move on. And we'll talk about something that'll make make you real, real happy, Fredo. Real happy. No, no, no. We're skipping this one. We're Josh, Josh, Josh Gordon. Started has him too. He has arrived, and 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 let me let me preface this first off by saying I am not a Josh Gordon hater by any means. But you're not true. I have I have I have just. I've just wanted to temper my expectations, and I want him to prove it before, you know, I I start screaming from the rooftops that he's the greatest receiver ever. Um, but 
by AJ. Um, but but either way, Josh Gordon showed up against one of the best um, secondaries in the league, one of the best corners in the league. And according according to PFF, Casey Hayward has has actually had you know has been able to shut down wide receiver once more than anybody this year. But whatever, that's just according to the guys that, that grade cornerbacks. But he also said that was the toughest matchup he's had all season. Yeah, and he's and he's and top of the OBJ. all of them. Yeah, I mean, and and not just that, but I mean, did you guys watch the game? Did you watch? The, the the Browns Chargers game. I'm sure I'm probably the only when, one to when watch the Browns the, whole thing. the ball. I watched it just to see what Gordon was getting for looks. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, Kaiser is is the only thing that I really worry about He's with Gordon. Him back. And and you are going to and that's this is what I was concerned. You were you were laughing at me when I said Hoyer was better for his value, but I really thought that, and I really do think that there was actually Josh Gordon should have had a touchdown last week. Yeah. But instead, but him. instead of throwing, but instead of throwing the ball. To the outside, he, well, he just threw inside. it to the wrong side. Yeah, yeah he, he didn't throw it out. He didn't throw and, it inside. He threw it outside, and exactly. Andy threw it short. He didn't lead him. Yeah, and and I I that is what I worry about with Josh Gordon, and that is why I think that his you know his ceiling is capped. That being said, I'm playing him everywhere oh, this yeah. week. He's, yeah, he's gonna <laughs> put up twelve points. The thing is though. I'm more confident in Gordon putting up points with Kaiser than I am with any of the other monkeys that are on that lineup like True. there's there's nobody else that's gonna get him the ball as good as kaiser can and it really pains me to say that you don't like hogan and Cleveland? no anyway <laughs> no i i don't i don't at all um i'm gonna go on a limb and i'm gonna say win number one comes this sunday for the browns against I mean, Against three, the three out of four of us say that. Joel's the oh, really? believer. Joel's the okay. believer. Zach, what do you think, my man? About Josh Gordon? About Josh Gordon, about about Nick saying that he thinks the Browns are going to beat well, the Packers. I, I 100% agree with Nick. They will beat Woo! the Packers. <laughs> right, but, I mean, that dude, let's be real. He's a freak. I mean, come on. They, when's the last time he played? It was back in... Nineteen ninety-seven. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, back in ninety-seven. Yeah, Reagan. Reagan Eighty-five yeah. yards. You know. No, I mean, wasn't. <laughs> how many targets did he get? You've seen like eleven targets. Yeah, and and I mean that beautiful little toe tap he had on the sidelines there. I mean he, sober Josh Gordon can do it. <laughs> it was it was funny though because every Josh Gordon route, every single catch that he had. Twitter was just like was loving them. Couldn't they couldn't sit down because they the boner in their pants was just like collective. <laughs> no, at because one point, it, they were like when he had three for like twenty yards. Everybody's or three for forty. Yards. Like, they were like, he's he's back. Got, no, they were like he's got three for forty yards. You guys all paid for this, and all of a sudden he got that fourth one for like fifty yards. And everybody's like, "Yep, we're just gonna shut up now." Well, either, <laughs> well I mean, either way, I I think if you were expecting his breakout last week, that uh, you were foolish. I mean, you don't. You don't you don't expect that against the number one and number two PFF pass rusher in Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa. I mean that right there should have been enough for him to not get eleven targets. The fact that he was even able to was awesome, and it's it's super exciting. And if you if you were one of the people like AJ that that sat with Josh Gordon for three years on rosters, then congratulations, you've made it. And you can you can look at everybody's in their face and go na 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 boo boo, 
<laughs> and I can I can just trade for him. It's it's fantastic. It, uh, it's the exact same exact same outcome for me. I just you could have traded for I him just, like three weeks ago and got him for like a third. That's fair, but I don't I don't care to pay to pay value. I don't care to pay what somebody's worth. That's fine. Paying for somebody what what they're worth is is perfectly fine in dynasty, in my opinion. But it's when you're overpaying, and it's when you have somebody that is is keeping up a, a roster spot or that you know really shouldn't be. All right. Well, I think that's enough. Josh Gordon talk. He has arrived. Start and him. You can the wheels down, um, or wheels up rather. <laughs> so Josh Gordon has arrived, legit. and it, legit. And it also looks like Jimmy Garoppolo has arrived. Uh, the hype, the hype, is is all too real. He looks like a a real NFL quarterback. He actually might have been might have been worth the pick, and San Francisco may have made a good move. I, I mean, if he's if he looks as good, if they can get him some some weapons once Garcon gets back next year, they may have may have a, a real shot at at winning some games next year and being decent. Um, what did you guys think? Did you did you get to watch Jimmy G at all? And and uh, what do you think about, about the offense? Depressing. Mm-hmm. He threw his first pick against the Bears. Could have been any other team. <sighs> But, well, well, I don't care about the pick. I cared about him him looking pretty good and and he really needs, he needs some red zone targets for sure. Well, uh, he should have he should have had about 350 yards, but there were two drop balls that were that were right in his receiver's hands that that he he threw perfectly that that they dropped. Um, I, I think that I'm I'm pretty sure I know Trent Taylor dropped one of them. I, I don't honestly I don't even know who the other receiver is other than Trent Taylor. Mark, he's Goodwin. a good one. Okay. Um, but Goodwin, I think Goodwin is is a up. good start. Yeah, I think he's a good start, and it looked to me like like that was that was uh, Jimmy G's favorite target. Um, Zach, Zach, what do you think? We haven't heard from you. What do you think about Jimmy Garoppolo and, and this uh, 49ers offense uh, for the rest of the season, anyways, and, and kind of moving forward as well? Uh, I mean, Garoppolo, three hundred, almost three hundred yards against Chicago. I mean, their D's not. Terrible. I mean, I wouldn't call them good by any means, but a hell of a lot better than they were last year. Uh, I mean, to put up 300 yards in your first start this season, it's pretty solid. <laughs> like Fredo said, I mean, your first pick ever against the Bears. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Marquise Goodwin, I mean, if that dude can blaze down the field, like we know he can, and if if uh, Jimmy G can find him, mm-hmm. uh, it might be a solid connection for the rest of the year. So would you play him over – Thomas this week, because that's that's one of my. I'm more. Uh, Michael Thomas. No, Demarius. Oh, Demarius. I'm, I'm between probably. Demarius Thomas and Goodwin. I probably would just because Denver, man, <clears throat> Denver has been. That's, they they're tanking. Offense is a mess. Man. Yeah, it's bad. It's not good. San and their defense got an easy gonna... week this week too, don't they? Yeah, it's, Houston's got a horrible secondary. Yeah, I'm starting Marquise Goodwin in actually an embarrassing amount of leagues, so I, I don't I don't hate that. And and we're at the point too that, you know, start your studs. Well, you need to identify who your studs are at this point. Demarius I mean, is people, not one of them. Demarius is not one of them. People still think Des Bryant's a stud, guys. I mean, that's that's how much smarter we are than people. So yeah, we don't want to <laughs> be wrong with them. Exactly. Did you say um, Des is not a stud? No, not a, not a fantasy stud. Definitely when, when you, five when, for sixty-one and a touchdown. When he's when he's a stud, this is my answer. Yeah, X, X. No. that's that's that is that is just 
great visual for the podcast there, AJ. It is. <laughs> <laughs> this is an audio. the X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't like my reliable fantasy wide receiver ones to be wide receiver twos. That's my issue with Tez. Um, you know, he has had how many points over 20 has he had this season? Zero. Zero in PPR. Points over how many, 20. I'm sorry. How many so games? So close to a couple, how many, though. How many, how, many, games, how many points over 20 has he had? How many games over 20 has he had? Fuck you, Nick. Um, has he had this season? Um, zero was my answer, you piece of shit. He has had ni- he had 19.3 against San Francisco. So close he could almost taste it. And he had to have seven receptions to do that. So he I mean, really hasn't had any points over 20. He, he hasn't any- had any points over 20. So he's at zero so, for that too. So. so you're welcome for that sh- super <clears throat> sharp take I gave you there. <laughs> so yeah, How many I- points over 100 has he had? <laughs> zero. My point is, Des Bryant's ceiling is not there. And, and, you know, to think I'm probably starting, probably starting Goodwin over Des this week. Uh, I mean, it's, it's so funny. Or Goodwin. Ooh. Uh, I mean, probably Jason Witten. (laughs) Because they're playing the Giants this week. So, you know, start your tight ends against the Giants. Well, with that, let's let's go ahead and end the show uh, with some players to add going into the playoffs. Uh, we had a lot of injuries that we we discussed, some suspensions. Um, I've got got some guys here that we can discuss, and I want to get uh, kind of test the waters and and see what you all have to think. Um, Aaron Rodgers, the one we talked about last week, uh, actually we've been talking about for a couple weeks. If he's still available, add him. He's eligible to come back week fifteen, and you know, whenever the Packers come back and, and somehow make the playoffs and he comes back and is really healthy, you'll be happy that you have him on your team. They're not going to make the uh, playoffs because the Browns are going to beat them. Oh, oh, that's that's true. I forgot about that. I would love to get some sort of three-way parlay with you all going with this Browns, <laughs> Browns-Packers. What are our odds? I'm not taking a three-way. No, uh, I'll pass on that. You guys, we'll talk. Mm-mm. We'll talk after the pod. But uh, speak. But but talk about Aaron Rodgers. Um, uh, do you guys have anything to add to that? I think. I think that's a really hot take. If he's available, you should add him. I, I, I think that's a scorcher. Like that's well, well so, done. Here's Joel. a bench spot. Here's, th- here's the thing. People aren't. Th- a lot of people just look and see who the top waiver ads are. People Be forget to scroll on down. That branch. You're, people you're forget there. to. Scroll Okay, but people forget to scroll down. People forget to go down and look at people who who that's, aren't, that's aren't projected fault. points, and so so you do have to bring those people up because not everybody is as sharp as you, you Nick. So if Tom Brady's out on the waiver wire, should should <laughs> I go get him? Like, what should I do? I don't know. It depends. Do you have Case Keenum starting? Because uh, you... no, I have Tom Savage right now. Should I drop him for Tom Brady? Then you're good. <laughs> oh, okay. We, Did, I mean, believe, I was just checking. Can you guys believe we waited for Nick to record? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I gotta ask so, the tough questions. So, so that's that's my only quarterback I have. Uh, there's there's a couple good streamers. Um, I, I'm not really going to recommend anybody else other than Aaron Rodgers because, other than Tom Brady, if he's out there as well. <laughs> Uh, so Gio Bernard, we've already talked about him. If he's on your waiver wire, you go out at him, start him. What what did you all think about Mike Davis for Seattle last week? He saw he had 16 attempts. He looked like he was the running back 
to own. The only thing with Seattle running backs this season is by the time we think they have one, he's already gone. Or hurt. Um, mm. Pete Carroll was talking about how uh, Chris Carson is like unbelievably ahead of schedule and he's going to need like two weeks and then he's going to be rolling again. So I'm I'm staying away from the backfield in well, Seattle. But two weeks is like your playoffs should almost be done, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You could use him for I... 14 and 15 and maybe... Yeah, but he's going to be just coming back and he could be a little rusty and he no, I mean, might not Davis, be all the way. I mean Davis. No, no, yeah. And I mean, if he's if, if Carson's coming back then they're going to split the backfield. And they already have Cheeseburger, Eddie. But this is in they, two weeks, right? I, it, okay, well, here's, two here's weeks, the they still have Lacey, they still have McKissick. I'm not trusting anybody in that backfield. Well, here's here's the whole problem. Well, here's the issue, guys. They play the Jacksonville Jaguars this coming week. Bye. Uh, yep, not starting Mike Davis. No. And, then they play, and then they play the Los Angeles Rams. Not starting Mike uh, Evans? Mike Davis. There you go. I said uh, so, you so if you get to week 16... They play the Cowboys, and if Mike Davis is still the only running back in in that backfield, I guess if you get to the play, get to the championship and have to start Mike Davis. But I can't imagine too many championship winning teams will have Mike Davis. Maybe somebody dropped Zeke because he was suspended. You got to scroll down right on now, the waiver yeah. wires. If he's if he's available, you should pick him up, right, Joel? Sometimes, not, not, sometimes people I, don't I'm, scroll all the way down. You I'm just scroll all the way down. I'm just kind of mad that I didn't say that to begin with. Um, I'm kind Zach, of mad that you Zach, said that. Do you th- to me. think you should pick up Zeke? Uh, jokes on oh, you. Oh, absolutely. Got to go get Zeke. <laughs> Make sure you scroll down and find him. <laughs> <laughs> You're such fucking douchebags. Such fucking douchebags. All right, head douche. Um, <laughs> all right, so Mike Davis, Peyton Barber. What oh. What did you guys think about Peyton Barber? Fuck him. Yeah. Fucked my money up. I mean, he he got the majority of the work. Um, it's not exciting. You're not loving any Tampa Bay uh, running back, but volume is king right now. And, you know, we're just looking for warm bodies to start in the playoffs. And Detroit sucks. And Detroit sucks bad. Yeah, so bad. just pick up Barber, play him. Guaranteed points if Martin's in the protocol still. No, because then it's going to be a quiz Rogers game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I said they, Barber, yeah. Right. True. That is all, that Detroit's is all given up 10 touchdowns in the last seven games to running backs. Yeah, oh. win money by starting Barber. Yeah, it's it's definitely definitely a Peyton Barber game, and I would probably start him probably start him over a fair amount of people. I mean, it's... it's. Are you starting him over... <laughs> yeah, probably. Prob- I'm start- might start him over Ingram because... Mark Ingram may not play this week. Uh, that's another thing to monitor. He he was limited yesterday and they didn't practice at all today. So this is why we're talking about this because if you're going into your week, you know we don't why have wasn't this in our uh, news and notes. We don't have Juju um, because I'm talking about it now. It's it's in our news and notes now. Um, but also because it's Tuesday and by Friday, who knows Ingram Ingram might be playing. But this is why we're talking about Peyton Barber, Mike Davis because we have these guys suspended, hurt, whatever. Um, uh, so I don't hate Peyton Barber. Don't hate Mike Davis. Geo. Uh, that's that's about all I have for running backs. Did you have any anybody have any other running backs they they uh, wanted to add? No, you about covered them all. Oh, Theo. 
Theo, if Amir misses yeah. again, Theo Riddick. If, if, Amir misses, if, but if nobody picked him up last week, they're idiots. Yeah. Theo's probably probably owned, but I, I do agree, especially in PPR, you've got to start him in all formats with, with no Amir. Um, for wide receivers, I have my boy who I was touting last week as well, Seth, Seth Roberts. Uh, Johnny we're, Holton. We're, we're not we're not going to have we're, we're not gonna have Amari again this week. It looks like Crabtree's back from his one game suspension. Uh, Seth Roberts has been he's he's been the red zone guy for there for the last two years. Uh, he he was last week, and I'm still I'm still starting Seth Roberts. Uh, let's hear your terrible Cordell Patterson take, AJ. No, I'm good. Uh, th- those are one week takes because Crabtree is <laughs> going to eat all these targets this week. They're just going to force feed him. He's going to see like 15 targets, like nine catches, and like 180 yards. And that's just way too much of a hot take. That I'm just kidding with this one. Um, <laughs> he he you. T- <laughs> You started off so hot. You talked yourself off the take by the, <laughs> by the end of the take. Um, uh, yeah, I think it's a little hot takeish. A little hot takeish uh, there. Um, Jared Cook, you just can't trust the guy. I'm not starting him. He's had such an Seth easy. Roberts. That's no. why you're starting Seth Roberts. No, the, the we're not starting Seth Roberts either. Receiver on the team right we're now. We're starting C Pat. C Pat. Exactly. I knew it was gonna come. It always comes back to to uh, terrible Cordero. Um. I uh, he yeah, put up with... double digits and was a wide receiver two last week, so I don't want to hear it. Yeah, because I... he got a gotcha. fifty-nine yard play to save his day to save your ass. So did Josh Gordon. So it doesn't matter. Gordon didn't get a fifty-nine yard okay, play with four like minutes 40... with four minutes to go in the game. It's Patterson a plays a play. A take, save a take. Your my take. Uh, ass. My take. My take happened. I just, I, I just tore. Yeah, you had to sweat for three and a half, three and three quarter quarters. Johnny Holton, you had to sweat too. He didn't get a touchdown. I wasn't starting game. either one of those bucks. <laughs> but if you did, yeah. you would have came out but like a But if you, you did, lost a lot of hair you because you're pulling it out, waiting for your boy Cordero Butthole Patterson <laughs> to do something. He did something. I just, it's, it's so hard for me to believe that his middle name is Butthole, though. It I is. Just, I can't believe that. When he came out, he just had that like face. His, his face looked like a bubble. Oh, <laughs> uh, moving on. I apologize, Cordero. If you if you're listening, I apologize to you as really? well. Really, really, a lot really? of players. Dude, he's too dumb. He can't find this podcast. Boom! I'm gonna at him. <laughs> CBP oh, is too dumb. Okay, okay. Uh, Marquis Goodwin is probably already added, but I, obviously. Last week, I, I like Trent Taylor as well. Um, I have both Garrett of them Selk. down. I do not have Garrick Selk down, but I think Marquis Goodwin and Trent Taylor are both good ads and and decent, decent, not great starts this week. Um, uh, do, do you guys have any anything you'd like to add you, about? You pretty much cover everybody real quick for us. It's it's nice. D.D. Westbrook I, has he broken two hundred yards yet? Because then he's yeah, going to get like 200 I, in his debut. Has he broken it yet? <laughs> yeah, I think he's broken it. He's got 78, 41, and 35, 15 receptions. I mean, he takes he takes on Seattle without Cam and Richard. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but he, hasn't, he hasn't broken it yet. But he I takes on Seattle it. with a depleted secondary. 48 and 45. Yeah. yeah, he broke it. 
I uh, I do like that. I, I mean, Dee Westbrook is he's good, and and uh, I think next year once once Jacksonville gets a real quarterback, it'd be interesting to see how that offense looks. Eli Manning. <laughs> oh my lord! Now Eli that Robinson returns. Well, he's he's going elsewhere, probably, hopefully. Um, so I I think that's about all I have for for wide receivers uh, to add going into the playoffs. Um, did did you all have any any other wide receivers you wanted to to add? I mean, are we going to tight ends at all? Yes, we are going to tight ends. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm okay. in the tight ends. Um, probably I, I actually might feel as as good about these tight ends as I do any any uh, of the other positions. Cameron Bray. Cameron Brait, I think, is is someone. If he's on who, a waiver wire, your league's fucked up. He is in the waiver wire. He's in the waiver wire in my home league. There's a very competitive league, but you you have to realize that there's only 12 teams. Not everybody. It's not like everybody rosters two tight ends. Uh, I mean, if you take if you take tight end early, there's there's still a lot of a lot of available tight ends. And Cam Brait has been bad. He hasn't been great the last couple of weeks. So well, Ryan Fitzpatrick is the quarterback. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I, I think Cam Braid is is an ad. Um, he's only he still owned. Sucked this week though, too. Yeah, I mean, he scored two touchdowns. That's the only reason that Good fantasy loved. week two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, and but but point being, he is owned. He's only owned fifty seven percent of ESPN leagues. So so he is available. Um, another guy that I would recommend adding is Charles Clay. Um, nope, I immediately hate that take. I forgot Nathan Peterman is probably going to play. <laughs> I immediately hate that take. You talked yourself out of a take. Nice. You learned yep. from the best. Yep. Um, and I'll just go ahead and let you guys rip me for Ricky Seals Jones. I think he's a he's That's a good, good ad. He's he's all right. He's like, I don't know. I'm I'm putting in a bunch of claims. I'm actually using my waiver claim to get Steven Anderson from the Texans. Kid had 12 targets. He's He's built like a wide receiver, maybe a little, a, a little bigger for the frame, but Ellington just went to the IR. You oh, don't yeah. know if Fuller's coming back. Fedoros just went to the IR. They're gonna feed. They're gonna have to feed somebody because Nook's gonna get double covered. So Anderson could be a guy that's under totally the under the radar. Yep, and he's he's he has the potential to win you a game. Play him in DraftKings is what Nick's saying. <laughs> there you go. I I agree. I like that a lot. I my only thing that I I would have to say about that is if Joel Fuller, disagrees if, because he's King Dick. No, no, no. Fuller <laughs> is you know, uh, that's Captain Dickhead. You, <laughs> um, Captain King Dickhead. Uh, but if Fuller plays, I I'm not. I I can't play him at all. That's that's the only tentative thing. And it, and it looked like he may play this week. I don't know. But yeah, Fuller doesn't play. I I agree with that. I like that like that take a lot, Nick. All right, Zach. Uh, who do you like to play for tight end this week, off the waiver wire? If you happen to have anybody, I had to go pick up uh, Njoku this week. Yes. I mean, just, I have Ertz right now, so I was hurting with, so you're with no Ertz right now. I'm Ertzin right now. I had to go. I'm, I mean, boo, I'm with Njoku. Boo. I don't really. <laughs> I'm not happy about starting him, but I mean, if you need someone out there, guy, you know, the guy's kind of, you know, he's coming around. Three touchdowns the last two games, uh, was 113 yards and nine receptions. It's not bad for the last two games. Might be something you want to look at if you need a tight end, like me and Gutterts, anyway. <laughs> well, and, and if you and if you all think that Cleveland is going to beat Green Bay, then, yeah. then 
then Njoku is is going to have to do some work. Gordon's going to have to do some work. I, I don't see I, I don't see Green Bay winning this game, or I don't see Cleveland winning this game and not scoring twenty plus points. Is is my my point? Gordon's so, going to have like nine catches, one hundred eighty yards, and two touchdowns. I already booked he, it. I mean, he I like I I don't even think that's that hot that hot of a take. I actually think he could have that. I mean, he's he's got as high ceiling as anybody this week, and. You know, we all, we called him Flash Gordon for a reason, and Flash because he showed you his dick. Because he showed. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, that's why. That's yeah, why. I knew it. I knew oh, it. Oh, the old Brett Favre special. <laughs> Joel got the Andy Weiner picks. <laughs> He's not even wearing a purple helmet. <laughs> you saw his Peyton Man thing. Ooh. His Danny Woodhead. I, I can't even. I just like the guy. <laughs> That's not even a joke. I think he's a good player. Um, so all right. That so th- That's cool. this show. Well, this show is was off the rails before it began. Um, but I I believe that's about all of the all of the waiver ads that I have. Do you all have any other waiver ads you'd like to discuss? Trey Burton. Trey Burton is, is the other Eagles, is Trey Burton, tight, end. tight end. If Ertz misses, then he's going to be getting volume. Um, tight end is just one of those positions that they'll go through because Alshon will probably get more attention or Aguilar will get more attention. That Burton will be left more open, I guess. I don't know. He'll just be like a nobody around him, catch all the passes. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's just sort of the next man up. I, I mean, your expectations obviously are way down from Ertz, but I mean, Ertz is on is going to be on a lot of teams that are in the playoffs. So, yes. so there's going to be a lot of people that are desperate for tight end, and Burton is is definitely not the worst choice. No, he had a touchdown like we said earlier against Denver. And, but, but if your team has a buy, you can kind of coast and hope that he'll be back for next week. If your team has a buy, are you still scrambling? Are you still going to go at a tight end? No. Well, here's here's the only thing. Obviously, check your league and, and rules if you have to start a complete roster or you know a, a player that is playing. If you can, if, if you you know have first round buy and you don't have to drop anybody, I wouldn't do it. I mean, no. I, but I would not. What if you're in leagues with? What if you're in leagues with where you're in the buy, but you have to play somebody for a tiebreaker for the next week? You would you? I think you almost still got to scramble because you want to get the most points well, possible. No, what I'm saying is, if you have a buy, meaning you don't have to play anybody, you take yeah. the week off. Are you still adding someone to kind of block another team from grabbing them, or just in case Earth still isn't ready? No, I'm not. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not because we, of of all the options we just discussed. I think that that you know wasting your pick or or your fab or whatever. On on Burton doesn't make sense because somebody else might be spending it on Seals Jones or on Njoku, but here's or you know, and and doing. I'm just saying, doing it if your strategy is doing it so somebody else doesn't pick him up. I don't think it's a good move just because you know we don't of these options. We don't feel super strongly about any of them. We almost almost feel about the same way about all of them. And if you have Ertz, I wouldn't. I don't think I would do that. I think, I think if, I if I have Ertz, I'd probably do it for Njoku. I'd possibly do it for Burton in case he's out for the next week. But here's right, why. Yeah. is because the Eagles are 10-2. They 
are still on a bye at the time. At right now, they're still locked for a bye for the playoffs as long as they don't blow it to the Rams or like the Saints. <laughs> um, so hang on. As long as they don't blow it to the two best two 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 of the best teams in the league. As long as, as long they don't as, blow. As long as they don't blow their their four game schedule, which is pretty easy. They got the Rams, the Raiders, the Giants, and the Cowboys. They should win at least three out of those four matchups. Finish the season thirteen and three. Uh, if they win against LA, I could see them benching Ertz for probably like the next two to three weeks and just get a minimal usage so they have a healthy team going into the into the playoffs. Or if there's a risk of him getting concussed again, exactly. they should, you know they could. Yeah. So I, I mean, I could see that. I can see adding Burton as a handcuff, kind of like a Vernon Davis, Jordan Reed situation where at least you're covered with a tight end for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, yeah, I just, I, it would depend on who you have to drop is, is what concerns yeah. me. That's just what concerns me. If you're dropping somebody that you just added as a flyer last week, okay, that's fine. But, you know, if you're considering dropping somebody that you actually might play. Would you drop Trey, Jermaine Curse for, like, Trey Burton? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't like Jermaine Kurtz. I mean, he's been fine, but I doubt you're winning. I doubt you're in the playoffs if you're starting Jermaine Kurtz. Well, no, no, not you're starting, but he's on your bench, and you know you uh, yeah. can swap it out. Zach, what do you think, I, man? Probably. Uh, I mean, if you guys have actually made a really good point about the whole Trey Burton thing. Like, if Ertz is out and they decide to either rest him or he you know, keeps, keeps up with the concussion issues, you know, I would drop Jermaine Curse for um, uh, Burton in that scenario. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I would. I mean, even if I had a Corey Davis, yeah, I would do that too as yeah. well. I mean, if depending on your quarterback situation, I mean, Mariota even. I mean, I there's a lot of scenarios where I would drop. If I had Ertz, I would drop quite a bit, quite a few guys for Trey Burton. So, that, so I mean, that's a very good point. Okay, so here's a question I have for you all. Um, if you are in a situation where you have, where where you have Juju and you need maybe you need to drop Juju and and you have to play somebody this week, I mean, you know, it, are you dropping Juju to try and play somebody or are you gonna drop, I mean, another player? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how how can you value Juju past this week? Whenever I mean, you you just need to win this week. Like, it doesn't matter. What happens after this week if you don't win this week? Usually, you know? like people that picked up Juju have them slotted, have him slotted for starting spot in the roster to where he's one of your two, three, four wide receivers that you play weekly, depending on how big your league is. That there's got to be somebody else that you drop for him, like drop instead of him to cover. Maybe, spot. but but I mean, you know, with I mean, I whatever drop- you have. I would drop Curse to go after Goodwin or. I mean, I would drop Amari. I would drop Amari Cooper. Taylor. I would drop Amari Cooper. Well, yeah. To go after to go after yeah. Marquise Goodwin. Drop I would him. drop. I, I mean, if you're still playing Amari Cooper, you're not in the playoffs. First off, the Raiders still um, play the but, Chiefs, don't they? Like they played. The, they played Chiefs this, this week. week. Oh, okay, yeah. And if he's out, then yeah, there's no point in keeping Cooper after this week. Then. Yeah, I mean, it's you know we we're at the point that you actually you need to be thinking not about the future it's it's all about this week it, every single week is about this sunday and you don't care about next week because you gotta get through this one i'm just, I'm just ready for about. a good practice Gee, i'm just ready practice for talking about practice i'm talking about practice not a game well with that practice with with the practice talk let's go ahead and end the show get some final thoughts 
Um, Zach, it was great to have you on the second show. Got you on back-to-back shows. Seems as though you will now be a regular host. Um, would you like to would you like to start off our final thoughts here? It's always good, my man. And I would just like to direct this at Fredo. Vikings are number one in the NFC right now. Oh. <laughs> Who have they played? Who have the Eagles played? <laughs> Seahawks. We've lost yeah. to t- two good teams that are good at, at home in the loudest stadiums in the NFL. Oh, the loudest stadiums. It matters that they're the loudest stadiums. Did you hear that? That's why they lost, because the stadiums are no, loud. I didn't. It's, it's too loud in here. I, I, I can't hear <laughs> uh, Yeah, I got a bunch of towels in my dryer running. It's probably why you can't. <laughs> Careful. You might be able to. Your pen's out of your pocket. <laughs> Vikings are going to lose this week. Who did they uh, play this week? The Rams? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's a real test, real but test. They've been they on the West Coast already, even make so they don't have that change. Yeah, we're gonna beat slap them. bet, slap bet, slap bet. I agree. Don't forget this parlay with the the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> yep. If I win, you guys owe me a thousand bucks. Is what we decided. Uh, AJ, final thoughts. Uh, the Vikings suck. So do the Chargers. Oh, who are gonna Jesus. win their, <laughs> the Chargers are gonna win their division. Shh, we're somehow, not talking about Chargers. Somehow. We're the Chargers are going to win this division, like I told you back in like week four of the pod, when I told about. you that they were going to win. We're talking about it. We're talking about it. <laughs> and then we're not talking about the Chargers. We're we're on to the off season for the Colts. Woo! That's, yeah, twenty eighteen, baby. It's our and year. That's it. Uh, yep. Nick, what's what are your last thoughts? Uh, make sure you scroll down on the waiver wire, uh, <laughs> because. A lot of people don't, so you got you got to scroll down and find those, find those Aaron Rodgers. gems like Aaron Rodgers and Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott. And, I mean, if Tom Brady's out there, you got to got to scroll down and people, find him people too. Might, people might have dropped Gronk because he's got zero points. This right. Week. I mean, people don't down. do that. They just look at the projections. They they just look at the the high watermarks and, and you know you got to scroll down. <laughs> you so, fucking dodge. Make sure you scroll down, guys. Yeah, scroll down. Uh, well, All right, Joel. Final uh, thoughts. Uh, my final scroll thoughts down, Joel. Is, is follow follow the podcast uh, at NPO two six zero on Twitter. Uh, follow all of us, and you can find all of our our Twitter handles uh, at at the uh, podcast Twitter. Uh, just just try and win this week. Don't worry about any any week after this one until till this one's over and win a bunch of money and don't don't do anything stupid like like bench your studs or leave your pens in your pockets when you or put leave, them in the wash or leave your pens in your pockets when you put them in the wash i mean they might end up like joel's shirt <laughs> red all right everybody <laughs> thanks for listening uh we will talk to you again soon bye Deuces. thank you for listening to the new pod order Presented by FFD260.